Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for today in this beautiful sunrise that you blessed us with um, and the warmer temperatures and um, uh, everything that you have uh, in store for us today and uh, that you want us to hear, learn about you this morning, Lord, that we help us have that, that frame of mind that we want to you know, learn from you today, Lord, that, um, that your spirit would speak through Rufus and that that we would listen to the words um, that you want us to hear and be challenged by and equipped uh, and just, uh, just ask you to help us remove things that are uh, preventing us from getting to know you better, Lord. We love you. Amen. Rufus, good morning. Thank you for Amen. Your- good morning, Jerry, and uh, good morning, tribe. And Jerry, thanks for the opportunity to once again share with the, uh, with the tribe. Uh, as, as I said, offline, you know, this, this is such a blessing to me, but, uh, it too, as you said, will probably have its life, but God will always open up another door for us. So anyway, this, this morning, I just, um, I actually want to kind of expound upon, uh, Rick Meyer, what, what Rick Meyer spoke about last week. I would really like to expound upon that, as I've told you in the past, just, you know, I, I've got that legal pad sitting by my chair and I'm listening and all of a sudden, boy, something will just spark in my mind, my heart. And, and here I go. And uh, last week, he, Rick, read a quote from Oswald Chambers. And I don't know if you remember that, but it, it was it was pretty profound. And uh, I'm going to read pretty much most of what he had said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just want this morning as I expound upon that, I, I hope and I pray that it is encouraging mm. to everyone that that's listening to this now or later. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are, th- this is God encouraging us because we're going to take a look at this in the scriptures. So anyway, Oswald Chambers said, we are in the danger of forgetting what we, that we cannot do what God does and that God will not do what we can do. Hmm. We cannot save ourselves or sanctify ourselves. God does that. God will not give us good habits not give us character, not make us walk right. We have to do that ourselves. We have to work out the salvation that God has worked in. That, and and that, that's strong. And what I would like to do this morning is to actually share with everyone some scriptures that are going to confirm exactly what Oswald Chambers said, mm. and I pray that it is encouraging, as I say, to, to everybody uh, by, what, by what God is actually telling us in this and, and the encouragement he's giving us through this. So <clears throat> years ago, I did a deep dive in a study of the book of Ephesians, and uh, within that, study in that deep dive, I actually, which that 
Presbyterian pastor many, many years ago said, look at the verbs, look at the verbs. When you're reading scripture, look at the verbs. They're the action that's telling you what's happening. And so, and then he taught me how to uh, exegesis scriptures to, 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 to the degree that I could. So I'm digging out the verbs in the book of Ephesians and actually parsing the verbs. Now, I'm, I don't want to get into the weeds, but basically verbs have three different voices. They've got a passive voice, a middle voice, and an active voice. And to explain that, if a verb is in the passive voice, that means that someone is going to do something for you that you cannot do. It's all going to be done for you. Mm. In the middle voice, that means that you are a participant with another person mm -hmm. in that particular action. And if the verb is in the active voice, that means that the expectation is for you to do it. I'm not going to help. This one is on you. Mm -hmm. You're going to do it. And I remember years ago, down on our farm in Western Kentucky, my son-in-law and I, we put up a bunkhouse uh, next to the cabin. We needed a little additional room. So we put up a bunkhouse next to our cabin. And my son-in-law, Chris Boyle, who many of you all may know Chris or know his brother, Rick Boyle, yeah. but just a master craftsman. And uh, probably just like a Justin Wolfenberg and so many on this call but just a master craftsman. And then I'm helping him and I know very little to nothing. I'm like the kids in the cap program, mm -hmm. driving nails and, and doing that. But I, I remember in there, you know, there are times in there where Chris would, would tell me, he'd say, Hey, you know, go get me a two by six. I, I need a two by six, 12 feet long. Hey, that was in the active voice. Mm -hmm. Go get me that. That was in the active voice. But then he would say, we're going to put up this ridge beam. And he's going to say, I need you to get up on this ladder. And I need you to hold this end of it. And I'm going to go to the other end of it. And I'm going to toenail it in up here at the peak. And so that that's in the middle voice because we did that together. But then there were real critical parts that cuts that had to be made when we were doing rafters and he had to do, I think it's called a bird's mouth. He had to do a cut so that it would sit on the ledge of the wall, mm -hmm. top of the wall. And, and that's some critical thinking that I had no idea how you do that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that would have been in the passive voice. So the bunkhouse got built, but a lot of that was done Chris doing it. And I didn't participate. A lot of it I participated in and some of it, I was just the, doing the grunt work and he was telling me what to do. So I don't know if that really kind of gives you an idea, but mm -hmm. I want to read some scriptures now and out of the book of Ephesians. And I want to start with those things that are in the passive voice. And I'm just quickly going to go through this guys and gals. So I, I, I want to leave a little bit of time here, but in the book of Ephesians, and as you're looking in chapters four, five, and six, 
talking about Christian conduct, how should we conduct ourselves as Christian, and also in chapter six about spiritual warfare, those struggles that we're going to have, the real tough challenges that we're going to have to face in life, uh, and how we prepare for those, and how we act in those. So that's what you're kind of finding in, in scripture in Ephesians 4, 5, and 6. But in regards to the, the passive voice in uh, Ephesians chapter 3, he says, I would grant that you would be strengthened in his might, in Jesus's might, in the spirit, in the inner man. That word strengthened is in the passive voice. Mm. He also in uh, says, I want you to be, I would that you would be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Mm. He also says, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you. Mm. Well, he, he also says, be filled with the spirit. These are things we cannot do for ourselves. These verbs indicate that God's doing them for us any more than like in the book of John, where he says, you must be born again. We can't do that. Nicodemus said, can I go back into my mother's womb? No, you can't. Anyway, so those are being done for us. Mm -hmm. Well, the active voice, there's there's a boatload of those. And a lot of them you're familiar with. Walk worthy Walk worthy of your calling. Do not walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. Put off your former conduct. Put on the new man. Put away lying. Do not let any corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. Walk circumspectly, not as fools. Walk as children of light. And that basically, God's just saying, conduct yourselves as Christians. Conduct yourselves as you're supposed to conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's more of those. But then the middle, the middle voice is the ones where we are participating. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I apologize. I apologize. I got, I got those totally wrong. That was actually the middle voice. The active voice is walking. Uh, But the middle voice, and I apologize, put off that, put off concerning your conduct, Mm -hmm. be renewed. I'm sorry. Put on the new man. Put away lying. Don't let corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the long and the short of that is these are things that we can't do under our own strength. Mm-hmm. Putting off that old man, putting on this new man in Christ. These are things we can't do. And God does not expect us to do that. 
Mm-hmm. Those things that are passive and those things that are active, what, what only God can do and what he expects us to do, those are pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. But verbs like put on the old man, put off, put on the new man, put off the old man. And in Ephesians 6, gird your loins, mm-hmm. put on the breastplate of righteousness. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. Those are all middle voice Mm -hmm. verbs as well. Putting on that armor, putting on those sandals, shotting your feet with the gospel of peace, all of those, putting on all of those different parts of your armor, spiritual armor, those are all middle voice verbs. Mm -hmm. So what God can only do, what only God can do and what he expects us to do is pretty straightforward. But the middle voice is what I really want. Those are things that, that we cannot do. But two things I really want everybody to know. Mm-hmm. First of all, we have to be willing and we have to be obedient. We have to participate. He's not going to do it for us. Those things that he's asking us to do, he's not going to drag us screaming and kicking into that. Mm -hmm. He wants a willing participant. He wants us as his children. And he is our loving father, raising us, raising us as to mature Christians Mm -hmm. into the image of Christ. Just like a good parent is going to ask his son to do some things, but guess what? those challenging things he may ask him to do and participate with him in it. Mm -hmm. But you know that when, when Peter said, Lord, let me come to you on the water. He, he had to get out of the boat, right? He had to take the first step. God didn't, Jesus didn't come over and take him by the hand and said, come on, I got you. He had to take that first step. But in fact, God did have him. Mm -hmm. God does the heavy lifting in those situations. We are participants. But just like building that bunkhouse, Chris Boyle did all the heavy lifting. I just participated in that. I was a willing participant in building that bunkhouse. But he did the heavy lifting. He was the one who had the wisdom. He was the one who had the knowledge. He was the one who had the strength. He was the one who had all the ability. I was just a participant. And that's what God is doing when he's calling us to do certain things. We don't have to doubt that God is able to bring about a successful conclusion in whatever he's asking us to do. Mm-hmm. It will be successful. It will be for our good and his glory. So my words of encouragement today are, yes, God's not going to do what what we, you know, he's going to do for us what we can't do, but he's not going to do what he expects us to do. But then there's that other times when in battle and getting our armor and all of the things that we're going to need, he wants us to be a participant. He wants us to be doing it, but he's, he's doing it with us. He's doing that heavy lifting. Does that make any sense? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Rufus, I love it for a bunch of reasons, but you know, 
the, the, this call is filled with leaders. And so leaders are used to like, take the bull by the horns, like take responsibility, take ownership and which is good. Right. Um, right. The, the idea of under the, the reminder that there's certain things, passive, middle and active. There's certain things that I should take the bull by the hand, by the horns, you know, as far as being active. And then there's other things that are passive where Rick and I, Rick, uh, Meyer and I were talking about it earlier this morning. You just got to let it go, Jerry. You're not in control of that. And right. that's a understanding what I should let go of and what I should hold tight to. And then the middle ground where I should be partnering with the Lord. I, yeah, that's, that's a great, very timely for me personally. Um, that's a great reminder for me this morning. It's good stuff, man. Great. <clears throat> All right. Since of the time roof, pray us into our breakfast. All right. Heavenly Father, God, uh, thank you for this day, Father. And and I pray, Heavenly Father, that today that we would walk worthy of being called your children. We would walk worthy of being called Christians. But Heavenly Father, we I pray that we would also be those willing participants in all of the things that you're calling us to do and all of the things that you're challenging us to do. But God, as we look at some of those things you're calling us to do, and we may have a little bit of anxiety or fear or doubt, may we know that if you're calling us, you're going to do all of that heavy lifting. Yeah. You're going to go before. You're going to make sure that the outcome of this is exactly, exactly what you intend, mm-hmm. because it is your good will to work that out in our lives. So heavenly father, may we just trust you to the degree that we will trust and walk into these situations with excitement and not anxiety. Mm -hmm. So father, I thank you for that. And I just pray blessings upon each and every member of this tribe uh, for, for this day and for the days to come in Jesus name. Amen. Well done. Good job, Ruth.